You're listening to the Rise and Love podcast, where we believe that you get to have love and success in all areas of your life. Your host, Crystal Iram, will help you understand yourself, your relationships, and what's keeping you from having the love, relationship, and life you really want. Week after week, you'll have your mind blown as you learn from experts and listen in on honest conversations to experience mindset shifts and get practical instruction on how to use your mind to support you in getting everything you desire. We'll get to the heart of the matter when it comes to designing and elevating all aspects of love and life. Here's your host, educator, relationship coach, and lawyer, Crystal Iram. Hello, hello, hello. It is Crystal Iram here. I am a love and dating coach for smart, successful, spiritual women. And what I want to talk about very briefly today is basically a surefire way to know that you have a standards problem. I work with a lot of very smart, high-achieving, ambitious women. And one of the things that I see come up over and over again is that there's like a standards problem. Women come to me and they think that maybe they're being too picky or, you know, they're not attracting the right men. And right away, I can recognize if there's a standards problem. So this is really worth knowing and understanding and recognizing. Now, the good news is, is that if you do have a standards problem, obviously you can raise your standards. There's no rule that says that whatever your current standards are have to stay that way. But if this is something that you're dealing with, then you really need to be aware of this. This is very, very important. So what is the thing that you, that's like a surefire sign that you, your standards are off? Here's what I hear from women. They'll say, I met this guy and he's amazing. He has everything that I want. He has everything that I want, except for one, one small thing that he's missing. He's not available. And in this particular instance, I don't mean emotionally available. I mean, he's not available in that he's already in a relationship with someone else. He is either married or he is in a committed relationship with another person. Now, obviously, if you're not looking for a monogamous relationship, then this isn't going to apply. But who do I help? I help women who want to be in monogamous relationships, committed, loving relationships with a partner. So if that's not you, then, you know, poo-poo this advice. It's not for you. Okay. The first thing I have to mention about this is that you saying, I've met this person and he's everything that I want, except he's married to someone else or except he's already in a relationship. That to me, like what I hear is I've met this person and he's so amazing. He's absolutely perfect, except for he's a kangaroo. Like that is so far away from being perfect for you. And it's really interesting because a lot of women, they'll talk about it as if that's like a minor thing. They're like, oh, just this minor detail that he's already married or this minor detail. He's already in a committed relationship that he doesn't have any intention of leaving. That's a big deal. Like that has to be a minimum standard, has to be a minimum standard. I find it very interesting when it's not. It's very telling about your standards overall. That's why I say that this is a surefire sign that your standards are too low. That has to be a requirement. Now, one of the ways that I notice this comes up is for women who have had long-standing patterns of going for people who are emotionally unavailable or unavailable in some other way. So 
here's what I see sometimes is that a woman will have a pattern where it's like, she's always gone for guys that were emotionally unavailable since, you know, since she started dating, since she was a teenager or in her twenties or whatever it was. And then she gets a little bit older and she's now in her later twenties or in her thirties or forties. And, you know, she meets a man who seems much more open and much more available, right? Like maybe he's not as emotionally closed off as some of the men that she may have been involved with in the past, but he's married or he's in another relationship, right? And there's a really good reason for it. And it actually makes a ton of sense. A reason that that would be particularly compelling is because for someone who's never had, who's never been able to create that relationship that she wants, like if you haven't had that committed relationship that you want, then being with a man who's already showing you evidence that he can do that, you know, like a man who's married, who's like a family man. I put that in quotes because obviously if he's involved with you, then like he's not doing such a great job really being a family man, right? But you know what I'm saying? Like you are, you already have evidence that like that's something that he's willing to do. And that can be very attractive, right? Like that seems very compelling where you're just like, oh, I know that he knows how to be in like a serious relationship. Maybe he already has kids. And so it's like, you have an idea that like he knows how to be responsible in that way, right? So it's like, gives you some insight into like his ability as a provider, as a protector. Now, the problem is, is that he's already married to someone else. And if he is married to someone else, and he is talking to you, going out with you, involved with you romantically, then you know that there's some major shortcomings in terms of how he's going to be as a partner. What women always want to think is that, you know, just because he was unfaithful in a particular relationship doesn't mean he'll always be unfaithful. Now, that is true. It is possible for someone to be in a relationship where they're not faithful and then in a different relationship they are. However, when you're getting to know someone, what do I always say about dating? It's about gathering information, right? So if you know that someone has done that, that's good information to have. Like to me, that is very telling information. Now, if someone's gone through a major transformation where it's like, that's why I was, you know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, before I had two years of therapy and energy healing, then like, okay, someone can shift. But to just go from being in a relationship where someone was not faithful to transitioning into another relationship, you don't have any evidence that this person has changed and the likelihood that they have changed is very low. And this is doubly so if the relationship that he is in ends because of infidelity. Why? Because if your relationship ends because you are unfaithful, because you cheat on your partner, that's a big deal, especially if it was a committed relationship. If it was someone that he was living with, if it was a wife, that's a really big deal. And what happens is that that becomes part of his story, becomes part of his identity. And identity is kind of, it's like the strongest thing there is, right? Like we do not move away from our identity. The way that you transition or transform is by shifting your identity, right? So if he doesn't do that, then that is going to be part of his identity that like, I'm a man who cheats, you know, my marriage broke up because I cheated. So if that's how you're going into another relationship, then it's like, that's still his identity. So that doesn't bode well for you. If you would like the relationship to stay together, you see what I'm saying? So this is a really important thing to keep in mind 
And I don't know how it is that so many, I mean, I do know how it is. I just said how it is because it's very compelling when you get to see what a man is potentially going to be like. Now, the other problem with saying I met someone and he has everything that I want, except for this one little thing, is that you're then putting out energetically, like you're putting out to the universe, like this is everything I want. Like when you're saying over and over again, like this person had everything I wanted, like he's everything I wanted you're like reaffirming to yourself that like you've lost out on like your person. Like you're affirming to yourself that like that's the best that you're getting, right? And you're telling the universe, like that's all you want. If I met someone who had all of the qualities that I wanted, but they were in a committed relationship, I wouldn't say I met someone who has every single thing that I want except for this whole thing. I would say, I met someone who is a really great example of this, this, and this, but it's clearly not my person, right? Like when you're repeating, he has everything I want except for this thing. It's like, it's like, as if you're saying, I think he could have been the one, like, I think he could be the one, you know, maybe if I stick around, he'll leave his wife and like, this will be the relationship for me. Or like, maybe if I get involved with him or maybe if this or that or the other thing, you're trying to like finagle your way into a relationship. Does it work out sometimes? It can. Do I think it's the best start for a relationship? I really don't. Like there are so many people out there who are not already involved with someone else. So it's just like, it's not a clean start, right? Like I talk about during the year of the man, when I cut off my relationships with all the guys that were like, you know, I liked, but like wasn't really involved with, they really liked me, but I knew I wasn't going to date them. Like I ended all those relationships because nature abhors a vacuum, right? So it's like, if you're serious about calling someone in, you want to create that space energetically. And when you are holding a flame or even maintaining a connection with someone else who has like that significant relationship, there's like a lack of clarity, right? And like, what do I say about clarity? Clarity is important because you use it to sift. You want to be able to sift really quickly. If you want to be able to move into the relationship you want, you want to be able to sift through people who are clearly not going to be a fit for you. And you want to be able to sift energetically and practically. But you holding on to someone where it's like they've already got that other thing going for them, that is definitely going to slow you down. Um, And it's sending a really mixed message to the universe. So I just thought that this was a really important thing because I have heard from like four women in the past week or so, this is like a thing. And so I was just like, I don't know why this is something that's coming up. So I'm going to say something about it, but that has to be a minimum standard. If that's something you're serious about, like it has to be, you do not want to even like entertain that idea because you're settling In that situation, you're settling. If what you want is a loving, committed relationship that potentially could turn into marriage and a family and children, and you're waiting around for a man who's already married, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up for heartbreak. And I mean, frankly, I don't think it's good karma. (laughs) Like, you know, only the people in the relationship are going to be directly responsible for what happens in that relationship. But like, really, do you want to be the woman who's like trying to like, weasel her way in. It's not a good look. And like, it's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling because you're going to be sitting around waiting, right? Like hoping that you're good enough for him to leave his wife. 
And here's what I'll tell you. Do men leave their wives? Of course they do. We know that men will leave their wives. But do they do it that often? Not nearly as much as TV and movies are going to lead us to believe. Most divorces are initiated by women. Okay? Like significantly more than men. So even when men are having affairs, there's a lot of reluctance to end marriages. And, you know, it's an interesting thing because sometimes you see men where it's like they can value the form of their relationship, meaning I got married. It's my duty as a man to stay in this relationship, even if I no longer value my actual commitment to the relationship. But he still sees it as a duty to stay in the relationship. So it's like, even if he's willing to see someone else or sleep with someone else or flirt with other women or whatever it is, that doesn't per se mean that he is actually going to take the next step beyond that, right? Like it's about what is his relationship to himself as a man and like his own definitions of things. He may say that as a husband, it's my job to provide for my family. And frankly, if I'm not always loyal, that's not such a big deal. But like, I'm not going to stop providing for them. I'm not going to stop showing up for them and I'm not going to abandon them because like that doesn't fit into my definition. So I'll have a girlfriend, but like she's going to stay a girlfriend forever. You know what I'm saying? So you want to have absolute clarity on what you're calling in. And if his actual availability, obviously emotionally, but also in terms of being single is not a top requirement. If it's not something that you're keeping top of mind and like truly requiring, then you got to raise your standards. It's the only way that you are going to get closer to what you actually want. You're not going to be able to manifest the highest quality relationship when your standards are low. It's just not how that works. You have to raise your standards first. And I know that this can be very hard. If there's someone that you're already involved with, there's someone you already have feelings for, feels easier to stick around and like try to get that to work. But I actually did another video about this one time talking about like all of the things that come up when you do wait for someone who's unavailable to become available and like the shortcomings that people don't talk about. So I'm not going to go into that now, although I could talk about that again, but it's really worth keeping in mind and understanding. So I said I was going to keep this short and sweet and to the point. And so there you have it. That's what I have for you. I hope that this really served you well. Enjoy the rest of your days and I will speak to you again soon. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes and be sure to tune in next time to the Rise and Love podcast.